Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hashtag no music, no intro. Mm. Another episode of the Saints Block Party Podcast brought to you by Better Help. Fuck the Saints. I'm not, we're not starting this show off with the Saints. What we're going to start this show off with is our podcast giving an incredible amount of love to everyone who came to the Saints Block Party Podcast. LA meetup for the Rams game on Thursday night football, four days before Christmas. Um, it was so cool just being around everyone. Um, so I, 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 part of me like wants to try to name everyone, but then I don't want to miss people, but like Mitch, Julio, uh, white wealth, Wayne came from Tennessee, Ronte came from, from Chicago, our boy, London, much love to London for hooking us up with Piper or excuse me, paper tiger bar in Koreatown, incredible spot. Uh, Renee Wallace, Keon, our dude Kevin Beard, uh, Stuntman, what? who's been on, the, yeah, Stuntman, who's been on the podcast. Um, there's the, I'm, I know I'm missing people. I saw our dude Benjamin, uh, our dude Jonathan Pirate from, from Atlanta came through and his wife. Wow. Um, you know, I already said Julio. It, it was just Miguel, uh, Miguel, my bad, Miguel. Um, it was crazy, man. It, it was, it was crazy that we were able to do that, like as a community. Oh, our dude, uh, Kevin, who Kevin Interstellar, who came to our our draft party and party oh. in Vegas. It was just it's it's wild that we've been able to create this, and regardless of the team being, think about what, him. We've come a long way since then. Long way, bro. <laughs> bro, go back to that draft. It was me, you, Bree, Jay, Kevin is a brother, nigga, and that was that's it. it. That's, that's it, bro. Getting hyped, drafting Chris Olave, bro. Having some <laughs> some bomb ass drinks, bomb ass margaritas. Uh, no. Um. Also, the same draft that they drafted Trevor Penning, who I mm. guess they feel who or is not an NFL player anymore, bro. Anyway. Just we've come a long way and we are so thankful and grateful for everyone, just everyone who has made this and are continuing to make this community what it is as as dreadful as that game was. It was it, it becomes fun, bro. And, that, and that's how I, at this point, it's just fun. It's vibes. And that's how I see it going forward. Now, in a perfect world, we like this podcast to be when the Saints are like winning and looking good and contending. We love it, bro. Like, if, think about this: the height of this podcast, the height of this podcast, was the uh, PJ Williams 
pick six on Tom Brady mm-hmm. when Jameis got hurt. That was like the peak, Saints-wise, I mean. And so I, I think when we were, we were discussing, I think the goal going forward uh, will obviously continue to be to do our big SBP, big meetup in New Orleans, um, and then one away game, one meetup away game. Everyone's already kind of looking for like that that LA Saints LA away game next season. Got a lot of Saints fans out there, man. It's crazy. Bruh, deep, bro. You like if the Saints were like good, you would have thought this was a home game, bro. It was insane. Um. So that said, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. I don't think I don't think I left anyone out. Oh, also want to give another quick shout out to Brian, to our dude, um, to our dude, uh, D Turner, to Mike, who and our dude, two Brian's actually, two Brian's, Mike, D Turner, who had bought tickets um, either with our group or separately, and, and we're not going to be able to make it to the meetup. We're not going to be able to make it to the game. Rather than trying to sell their tickets, rather than trying to, you know, see if someone in our and the community could have money to pay for their tickets, they just said, give it to people in the community who needs them, who wants to join with y'all for your charge. Like that, like that's the shit in a nutshell of like what we're what we're building, man. Like man. that 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 doesn't happen, bro. And and, and no, bro. Mickey Loomis wants to fucking talk about the economy. In the economy, shit. people are spilling a a hundred and eight dollars for a ticket and then to be like you know what i can't make it but give it to someone else in your group that can that's what a community's fucking about so that's why we as fans are so annoyed about the shit we're being peddled by the saints right now because you have dedicated loyal fans you have people in our group who just want other people in our group to experience vibes and good times together and this is what kind of we get in return. So much, like, huge fucking shout out to them. Because that's insane, man. It's insane. Insane. Bro. Insane. Props to them, bro. And now we got to talk about this. <laughs> Went by as expected. It did. I said... I think I said last year that the Niners game that me and Eric who at Homo attended um around you know thanksgiving time was like the worst saints game like as a fan like the feeling i had leaving it this one was like 10 times worse like i left really? this game yeah man like because at least in that niners game i was like all right yeah our, our offense sucked but our, our defense you mm-hmm. know held the the mighty 49ers even though they had jimmy garoppolo at the time to 13 points they had Debo, they had ayuk they had c mac kettle Defense had them to 13 points. I still left that game feeling, ooh, like we like we're how do we go up from here? Leaving this Rams game, I have never experienced a a loss in person. I I was at the San Francisco Saints playoff game. I have not experienced a loss leaving it feeling like this is as shitty and as bad as it fucking gets than the game that was yesterday against the Rams. And what makes it like that is like, where do we go from here? It's like, there it is. There it is. There's no path forward, you know? 
at least last year it was like, okay, the the, the defense was something to hang the hat get, on. Get us a quarterback, get us, get us a couple of weapons. We can cook. That's what Loomis yeah. was thinking too. That's... <laughs> yep. But <laughs> I know we'll, we'll get to the offensive side of the ball. But again, it goes back to when you have a when you have a defensive head coach. Mm-hmm. The defense was non. There were, and it, it, I, I don't know if it was easy to see watching the game, not if you weren't there. There were Rams wide receivers open every fucking snap, Ryan. Every snap, bro. Uh, every snap. <laughs> they were open. And it's to the point, and I don't want to hear DA talk about Marshawn. No, man. Like, John McVay absolutely dog fucked the shit out of Dennis Allen coaching wise, bro. It no was question. a clinic, nigga. Clinic, clinic, bro. Clinic, bro. Like it was evident quickly. Like quick, quickly. As soon as they got on offense, it's like, <laughs> oh shit. They were running man beaters. Those little crosses. Uh, they you know running some zone. They ran some things to stretch the zones out. It was just like, man, like this dude. He had two days prepared, and he cooked the eight defense, bro. It was. It, it, it was. I, I tweeted earlier, like the 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 culture deficit was just so apparent in that mm-hmm. game. You know what I'm saying? It's just like mm-hmm. damn, like you. It's just like that, and I know the score ended up like being like a one score game, bro. But at no point in that game did I feel like the Saints gonna win this. Like, oh, the Saints Saints got a good chance to win this. Yeah, I know. Maybe you know. Maybe if they hit this pass or you know got the onside kick, whatever, we'll get to that. Oh no! Oh my God. Like you knew it by by halftime, especially by halftime. You knew like, okay, I know how this game go go. <laughs> I oh, know it exactly was, how this game go go. <laughs> it was over, bro. Like it when they went up ten. <laughs> like, I, I know, I know, I know this script. We, we knew it, bro. Night night, night night, bro. <laughs> and that was early as fuck in the game, right? <laughs> but what's crazy is that. We were also at that Houston Saints game. We knew, we knew it's, it's, it's when we as fans know, like, oh, we don't got no shot. Like, we no just, shot. nope, no shot. It, that, go ahead. I'm just saying, you could see it. It's, it's not even in the, the football plays per se. You could see it in the, in the uh, body language of the players. You could just see, when, nah, they're not up to the task today. You know what I'm saying? Just like on the flip side, like last week, you could see when they come to yep. play. Like yep. Early in that game against the Giants, he was like, okay. <laughs> they came, yep. something, something got them pumped up, but they coming out to play today. Last night, he's like, nah, bro, nah. And that was a game where you needed you needed to dig deep. I know mean, it's a short week and all that stuff, but the Rams didn't have no problem with that. They dug deep. And it was a playoff game for them, and they played like it was a playoff game. It was a playoff game for the Saints, and they did not play like it was a playoff game. Said that it was the biggest game of Dennis Allen's coaching career. The biggest game. Biggest period. Everyone watching you. Prime time. All the eyes are on you. And you do that? You do that in front of everybody. You got Rich Eisen tweeting about you, bro. Rich Eisen. Man, what is DA doing? <laughs> I don't know, Rich. We've been asking it for fucking two years now, hey, bro. We, we, we don't been, know either. We've been watching this, bro. <laughs> and I'm glad y'all get to see it now. Shit. 
let me our dude john Hendricks just or maybe an hour ago tweeted this in the eight saints losses this season they have been outscored 127 to 62 in the first half Mm. they've only had a lead in one packers game Mm -hmm. and have put up double digit points in two of them packers texans Coaching, bro. Coaching, man. Mickey, Mick, Mickey, gonna hang his hat on on Dennis Allen. This, this is what this is what he's going to con- continue to pedal to us. Like, like we're just blind or something. Like we don't see what everyone else sees. But then they gotta see it. Gail, Gail was sitting up there with Drew Brees yesterday in the stadium. Gail Benson, Mickey Loomis, Drew Brees watching this and you can't tell me they don't see it because they have sat there and watched greatness. They've watched Sean yeah. Payton era, the Drew Brees era. They've watched, you know, successful, good football. You can't tell me they're not seeing this, bro. I, I just can't, I can't believe it. I can't I, believe it. I refuse to, bro. I, the whole, the whole Ian Rappaport, oh, DA save for things change. And, and uh, Ian Rappaport was defending the fucking him not punting and going for it on fourth down. Bro, t- tell me that DA or someone who's pro DA is your source without telling me that Come shit. On. Bro, I'm, I'm hip on, to the game, bro. Like, I'm not dumb. Come on, man. I, I, we know how this thing works. You know what I'm saying? We know how this works. Hey, so I, I, I on, saw man. that and I didn't even... I'll say this. I don't think anyone truly knows if DA is safe right now. No one exactly. knows. No one knows. That's why I don't I don't even pay attention to any of it because nobody nobody knows what Gail is thinking. Nobody. And nobody really knows what Loomis is thinking because Loomis doesn't really play the media game. You know what I'm saying? He it, doesn't really leak leak stuff. You know, maybe no. you might get something here and there, but he doesn't really Very play rarely. That. Very rarely, bro. So nobody it knows. Starts, you know what I'm saying? It starts with Gail. It yep. starts with Gail. Um, Absolutely. And I just this is just a quick aside. We as we, I feel like you and I on this podcast and our community, we we built something that's pretty special. We've done things. Yesterday it was 30, 30 plus deep at a fucking away game. We had people, ten people coming from fucking overseas earlier this year for the Bears game, and we were at forty people plus at the meetup, or maybe thirty five or so people plus at the meetup in New Orleans this year. Why is it that when I send an email to Greg Benzel? Very, very, very pro- pro- professional request. Radio silence. But yet, that same request have been sent to other sport entities. The Rams, uh, University of Michigan, University of Alabama, whoever. And even though I might get told no, th- thank you for responding to no. my I get told no. <laughs> oh, Okay. It's just, it's just the, the little shit is like you have a you have a devoted fan base and you you want to act and treat us like we can't see or or we're dumb. I was how like just the irony that Da after beating the fucking Giants last week came to the mm, mm, guess I'm not getting any question about my quarterback today. Put that on the record. Huh. 
fuck out of here, man. I, bro, if I was sitting there, I'm, you, I know we'll never get credential because I would have said, man, oh, fuck out of here. Got me. Oh, you have got my face. <laughs> face, bro. Serious. Hey, look, I mean, hey, look, and here's what's going to happen. And th- this is this is what drives you crazy about Derek Carr. It's because anybody who didn't watch the game would pull up his stats. He was, what, you know, 27 of 33 or something like that, 38. You know, three hundred like forty-one yards, three touchdowns, had an interception. Man, you, you could win with that. That's some nice stats. You could win with that. Fool's gold, bro. Fool's yep. gold. And look, and I said, I tweeted last night. It wasn't a bad Derek Carr game. Like it wasn't like we've seen worse Derek Carr. It wasn't one of the quote-unquote bad Derek Carr games. But the things you have to do to be successful in the court to be a quarterback, he consistently doesn't do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, horrible pocket tolerance, horrible pocket management. Um, There's a lot of fuss about, I think it was a third down or fourth down pass to Olave uh, that he kind of threw up behind Olave. The, the third, uh, down. His third down. Listen, Olave got to catch them. Like I, I would say, we say that on the, I would say that on the Zoom. You know, it was kind of a debate on the Zoom. Nah, I was like, brother. look, it hit his hand. Catch. It was not a great pass. It wasn't. Like, I get it. But like you hit your hand, you gotta catch it. You gotta you know catch what I'm saying? it. And he, I think he dropped another one. Yes, an easy or easier one than that later in that game. But he had like 130 something yards, seven and, and catches. Playing on a, on a on a bum ankle that he oh, probably a bum ankle that he probably really shouldn't have played. You know what I'm saying? And like, he was still cooking the Rams. Second, anyway, I'm not. I, yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna get like of all the fucking things wrong with the Saints. I am not getting a Chris Olave fucking like, discourse. Like, why, why are we talking about this? Why are we talking Come about this? Things right here. <laughs> no, I'm seeing tweets. I take table. I'm like, talking about, bro. Man, it's been, been blocked for like three, three, four I mean, plus his years. His name bro. is I take table. That's why I don't even respond. I'm like, your name is I take table. So I. <laughs> I'm just you, like, come on, bro. Like, there are so many things to complain about this in this with this franchise, with this team. There are so, it's such a long list to be mad about. Bro, he ain't came out there talking about they need to run the ball better. Like, niggas, bro, like, what are you talking about, bro? Talking about it has to get better. Really? Nigga, niggas' bags is packed, nigga. Like, nigga. Bags packed, they emptied their desks out, they ready to roll. Trying to go to code. Like the last day of school coming up, you know what I'm saying? You ain't doing no more work. Checked you know out, bro. Checked out. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> he is lost, man, lost. Uh, speaking of coaching, we got, can we talk about the coaching decisions? Oh. This episode of the Saints Block Party Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Woof. The holiday seasons are approaching and gift-giving season is right on the horizon. What do you do to give gifts? Well, me and my family, we have a website that we go to and we kind of just put what we want, make our little gifts, gift lists, and then we kind of just go through the list and try to buy everybody the things that they want. And if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Well, whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do that. 
best way to start is indulging in self-care. No better place to start than BetterHelp. With BetterHelp, you can give to yourself starting therapy, giving yourself self-care, and learn positive coping skills. It's simple. It's convenient. You get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Hudat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Hudat. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay. So when the first fourth down happened and they didn't convert, I tweeted it. We did it. I said that fourth down call to go for it reeks of a coach who knows he his job is on the line and he's pressing. That's what that press, that's what that bro. was. Pressing, bro. I didn't I didn't mind him going for no. the first. It, it was fine. It was unexpected, but it was fine. To go for it that second fourth down, 50 seconds to go, the Rams had two timeouts. I have nothing, bro. <laughs> and the Saints and the Saints had two timeouts. Timeouts. And and they and were they just, were and they were just frizzled. It was rushing. It was like discombobulated. Slow down. Slow down. They could even they could have done a run play. I mean, it was just they were so frenetic. And I was like, why are they rushing? You got two timeouts. There's a minute and something left. And it was so frenetic and you know, obviously, you know, it wound up not working out. But it was just like, what is what is going on, bro? It was just, uh. they want it winds up not working out, and then the Rams march the ball down the field and score a touchdown. Boom. And and and, me, and you know, we we were talking about it in the stands, and London was just like, if you kick that ball deep and you punt it, at maybe one, you 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 make the Rams go longer, right? You they got to right. go the distance of the field, assuming fucking. Whatever fucking our terrible punter Headley actually hits a good punt, but at least it, it, at the very least you're trying to minimize the amount of points that the Rams have scored. So maybe they maybe they get three, but they don't get seven. But when you don't get it the first down and you give them a short field and they have two timeouts and your defense has pretty much shown that they can't stop the Rams up to that point at in the all. game, what the fuck are you doing? Idiots, bro. <laughs> well, that's when you when, that's what happens when you you know you you're trying to be something you're not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're not a they're not a go for it on fourteen. You know, nope. on fourth down, that's not who they are. They're not a you know onside kick surprise onside kick team. They don't, they don't do that. And now you're trying to press and be that, right. and it's not going to work. You know, that's something you practice in and out. That's something that's in your DNA. That's in your identity. You know what I'm saying? They, when Sean Payne would go for it on fourth down, it wasn't even a surprise. Like it was like, okay, we, we knew he was gonna go for fourth at a certain time. 
sometimes it's decisions we didn't like, but we know right. aggression aggression was a part of the Saints' identity. You so, know what I'm saying? So I want, can I give a, give a big shout out to um big fan of the podcast, uh, Catherine Fisher. She follows us on, on Instagram. She works in the industry. She's directed quite a few things, TV show, episodes of TV shows. And she, she hated that she couldn't come be with us at, at the meetup, but she made an, an exquisite point of just the juxtaposition of Sean Payton's ambush call and DA's onside call last night. If you just just, lock, just line them right up next to each other. <laughs> that is <sighs> such a telling indictment of both of them as coaches. Because, like, the onside kick, even when it happened, made no sense to us. It, and it's not like he surprised the Rams with it. He's, no. At that point, just kick it deep. And he kicked it to Puka. Right to him. And then he did, like, the pirouette. Like, I'm going to kick it here. Oh, no. I'm going to go kick it over here. Right to Puka. <laughs> like, everybody was just like, huh? Made no we sense. We were on a Zoom. We were just like, what are they doing? Like, that's game. That was it. <laughs> I, it was four minutes left in the game. What? was like, what are you doing? Rich Hazard was like, what? It's like, welcome to our world, Rich. It just, it's just, it goes like DA and Derek Carr, bro. Just, just, just two dummies and just in unison, bro. Just, just dumb. That's the thing. It's, it's him. It's the quarterback. It's like, oh my god. And Stafford was just like, like you. He was cooking, bro. Like I don't know cooking. if he was able to. I don't know if he was able to see from you know from being there. But like, man, like he was throwing side arms, looking downfield, throwing over here. He cooking, was, man. he was cooking, bro. I was like. It made it you made know. me think of that fucking episode we did where we were debating if the Saints should trade fucking for Matthew Stafford or should they just bring Jameis? Yeah, remember that episode, yeah. bro? Because Saints Twitter was like, "Oh, I don't want to trade for Matthew Stafford. Yeah. I don't want to give up." Yeah. Shut up, please, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> oh man, and you know what? Alante Taylor, he was getting he was getting exposed. Wound up getting benched. Uh, and then immediately, uh, what, what's number zero's name? Uh, Sub Zero. I, I don't know. Uh, he, he came Ooh, in he, and he, he immediately started getting cooked too. It's like <laughs> it don't matter. Like, like what are you trying to prove, Da? Like, <laughs> he's trying to bench. He want to bench him, but he won't bench himself. <laughs> and he, this man came out defending you last week. <laughs> and you go bench that man. That just goes to show you, bro. Yeah, you know, Yadam, Yadam was getting cooked. Um, came came down to earth. And honestly, it was a lot of it was some good coverage. It was just yeah. like, damn, Stafford was putting that ball like he was, bro. Right and, there on and, the money. And that's the game. You, you just just a perfect segue to go back to the whole Derek Carr thing, bro. That's a game where if you have a quarterback. Like, like you said, Derek Carr can do all, you know, his stats look good, blah, blah, blah. That's a game that when you, if you see your defense is going to cook like that, if you've already paid $40 million to a quarterback or 150, whatever, whatever, that means that your quarterback, your starting quarterback got to go out and he got to fucking duel. He got to, it got to be an offensive fireworks. Okay. We got the ball. We, you know, we got the ball. We got to go and score a touchdown. Cause you know, that other team yeah. across the field, they going to put up points. So we got to do the same. 
Yeah. And if you've already invested this much money to Derek Carr and he has consistently for all season has shown that he can't do that. Also, I think Pete Carmichael called a fucking very awful game last night, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, the first drive looked good and then whatever. But he's not the guy. And we know he's not the guy. We know it. I, I I can't say I don't know how many times I said on the podcast and I didn't believe it. Seventy to seventy five percent of the league when Derek Carr got released from the Raiders said that he is a backup. And even right, myself, it was right. Yeah, man. I'm like, come on, now. no, no, no. Yes, 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 so, yes. As, as shitty as the league is sometimes, and sometimes the league gets very much in the group think they yeah. were a hundred fucking percent right. A hundred percent, bro. He's he's in the same tier as your, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, uh, Brissett, you know, high level backup, spot starter, stopgap quarterback. You know what I'm saying? That's where he actually is as a player. That's what the Raiders were telling you when they cut him with um, no plan. With no plan, just said. No, Mark Davis, you. what you gonna do about quarterback? I don't know. I just know it ain't gonna be him. <laughs> Because the money didn't match. Like, you know, 10 million, 15 million, okay, we could talk, but 28, 30, 35 million, no. No, you can't, you are ruining your franchise with that. And that's what we, that's what we, that's what we at. That's what we hitched our wagon to. So Mike Floria put up a really good, a really good article. I, I didn't read it. I, I, I just read, I read it. it. And I think, I mean, I think the premise of the article of say, basically was saying, you know, the Raiders got rid of Derek Carr. They had paid a whole bunch of money to him. They got rid of him before they had to pay even more money to him. Could the Saints do the same thing in 2024? The, the answer to that question is completely depends on who's the head coach of the team. Simple as that. Yep. And that's basically the arguments he kind of goes through. He goes through if this, then this, if that, then that, right. in, in that article, which is like, what are the options? But Basically, it comes down to like, at worst, you know, at best, the Saints are gonna have to eat it next year if they did decide to move on. And you know, it it would suck. Make no mistake about it, it would suck. But like, you either gonna do it or you don't, man. Like, I mean, you know, like the money is gonna hurt. But like the, like the dead cap turn into cap space, you know, the following year. So it you rolls just gotta off. take it. It, it rolls off, man. You know, you just got to take it. But, you know, I I don't know, man. Like, that's that's a tough pill to swallow, bro. That's a real tough pill to swallow to bring him back, especially if DA there, too. It's just like, uh, bro. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know what you could pedal to the fan base to make anyone f- – at this point, even this – is, this, is, this is why I'm pissed off, bro. <laughs> You have a you have a, a dude in Mitch who is the most him him and him and Joey. Dan, you know, like the most optimistic Saints fans. Just optimistic. We're gonna fucking win the Super Bowl, like all in every year. And I love that, bro. Like, I, I love yeah. it. I love that that hope. Bro, Mitch didn't even last the whole game last night, Ryan. Couldn't couldn't do it, bro. Couldn't Mitch do it. Mitch left, left the game. <laughs> Early. This man flew from a six-hour flight from from Maui to LA. Left left early. You have man, see my boy Joey just putting tweets up like don't Joey fed up, bro. Fed up. This that this like you have just 
suck the the life and the, like the energy of a fan base that's so like juvial and so dedicated to the team, even blindly, right? And the, the, something has to change. And do not give me, don't come out here and peddle this whole, oh, we're going to get rid of Pete Carmichael. We're going to get a new uh, OC. Stop that shit. I, 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 who, who, who? What OC? Ronald, <laughs> they they going to promote Ronald Curry and try to be like, look, guys, look, we're we're changing. Fuck you. I, bro, I, I, I'm gonna clip this. I'm gonna clip this video right here because when the shit's announced, I'm gonna post that shit. <laughs> Get the hell out of here, man! Like, you know seriously? what's coming? You know what's coming, bro? This, these two years of waste. Do you know how how shitty it was being in that stadium last night and just seeing like this version of AK, bro? Oh, oh. What, like one of my favorite Yoss things. Character. One of my favorite Saints players of all times. All time, bro. And he still and he still has it. It's still there. It's a star. No. Getting interviewed by, you know, Rooks before the game. Uh like, man, it's it just the way he's used, just running into a brick wall every game. Run up the middle, Scoops, go, throw, run throw right a little up. pass. We were talking about it on the Zoom. Like every time when he is used in a pass game, there's like three defenders right there always. It's like never it's never like a design. It's just like a dump off. Or shit, you know, that's, that's, your, that's your, rudimentary, your rudimentary check down. You know what I'm saying? And man, defenses eat that up all day. Where's the, where's the Texas route? Where's the, you know, what are we doing here? What are we doing? And that, you know, that falls back to Pete Carmichael. Of yep. course. It's, it's just, it's tough, man. It's tough. And it's like, you know, running the ball, like I always say, man, like, you can't just be like, man, we need to run the ball better. That has to be something it's that's ingrained. It's a yep. mindset that starts in OTAs. You know what I'm saying? You have to, you know, you got to be, it, it's it's all about want. You know what I'm saying? There's some talent that goes into being a good run, run team, but it's also a want to and like a mindset. Absolutely. And, you know, they just haven't had that instilled into them, you know, these past couple seasons. And it's it's just a waste, man. I just hate seeing. Alvin Kamara wasted like that. Jimmy Graham got two snaps. Like after the after the two games he said, you give him two snaps. Two snaps. Taysom Hill got makes sense. Make it make sense. Taysom Hill got 10 snaps. Make it make sense. It don't, bro. It don't. Um uh, so the Hashtag fire Dennis Allen son got confiscated. Okay. So just got to put this whole thing into context. So got to the tailgate. So there was a big Saints tailgate that was happening. The, the podcast wasn't hosting it. Other people were, but a lot of the guys went there as a good meetup spot. I meant to get there earlier. Traffic, whatever. Got there probably about good 40 fucking minutes later than I intended to. Got there with the sign. Um, before like like un unrolled it so like Mitch and and Wayne and and Benjamin could see it and then we we just like we just flooded around people bro just posing in front of the <laughs> sign and everything, um and so anyone who everyone who donated for for the sign to be made thank you I apologize that the sign did not get into SoFi like we we walking in bro and 
just be your own people, bro. You just like, oh, you can't bring that in. I'm like, man, it's just a sign. It ain't got anything to do with the rounds, bro. Like, just a sign. Right. No, you can't bring that in. So it got confiscated. It got, it got thrown away. But the good thing is, at least the picture that was tweeted out has went pretty viral. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's out there. So, um, to some degree, it, it did its job. It, it didn't do as big of a job that I I intended. Next time, I will make sure to get a, a smaller sign. But I I just want I just wanted it to be seen, right? I just needed that yep. shit like big, bro. I just need them out. It's, I need them out, it was bro. Big. <laughs> it was big, bro. I need them out, I pro- man. I know the Saints had toll security, bro. That toll. Hey, if you see someone with the large sign coming in, I'll make sure make sure they don't that, get it. Don't come get that shit out of here. Get that shit out of here. Probably Greg Benzel, bro. <laughs> um, just a quick how funny this is. Derek Carr got beat by the Rams last night. He also got beat by the Rams with fucking Baker Mayfield last season. With that improbable, yeah, improbable comeback. Um. This man can't be Baker on the Rams. This man can't be Baker on the Bucks, bro. Like, every night is about Baker. Baker, got see Baker next week, nigga. Right back to me. Right back to me. Um, do does this team win a game out of these last two games? Mm, I mean. A- Falcons are bad, man. But we lost to the Falcons already, and we lost to. I know, I know, it was a little closer than like, but it was not like that game didn't feel. Cl- I know it felt close to some, but to me, watching that that game, that game didn't feel close. Right, right. And I don't know, I, man. I, the Falcons do the, the. I know, fucking Arthur Smith is dumb as shit too. But every time the Saints have played the Falcons, the Falcons run game have given. And the Saints defense run just bad. It's just been, it's been bad yeah. all fucking season. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know, man. Like they easily could drop these next these next two easily. and be easily. and go in the season on. Well, they're making what seven and ten to end the season again. So and f- falls right into the the my predictions of how many games they would have won this season. Bro. Right on it, bro. Right on it, man. Hashtag on paper. Yeah, I don't know, bro. We'll see how this season goes. There's still playoff hopes alive. That you know they're going to need help, but I like. <sighs> I don't like. I know. I know. I know. This is. I know. This people would think this is sacrilege. People would think this is blasphemous. I don't want to see the Saints team in the playoffs, bro. I don't. No. No. I don't. No. Because this Saints team making the playoffs in some type of weird way is just going to add an additional year or two years of the DA Saints. Let we don't Mm-mm. want it. We don't want it. And the, <laughs> the, Ram, the Rams game, like, just put the stamp on it for me. You know what I'm saying? Because that was what, like, we damn the last podcast. Shut us up. That was their opportunity to. I would say it would it would have given yeah. me faith, but it would have been like, okay, you know, they didn't one two game, did a third game, okay, they're doing something, they're doing something, they turn in the page, you know what I'm saying? Nope, 
It's not in nope. it. Has DA ever won more than two games in a row? I don't I don't think so. Bro, I think so. <laughs> I think you're right, bro. I don't think he's won more than two games in a row, bro. <laughs> we got we gotta check the stats, I, I, but you might be right, bro. I don't see how I just don't I don't see how Loomis a smart football. He's a smart football guy. I don't see how he could just see that and be like, yeah, let's let's roll with this. He gotta let that ego go, bro. He gotta let that ego go. He gotta got let to, the man. whole he gotta let the whole like listen. Be the bigger person and just say you messed up the hire. Yes, yes, you should have just made amends with Sean when he wanted to come back this season. But clean slate, Ben Johnson won't 15 mil. Tell Gail to pay 17 mil. I don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Because at, at the very at the very least, and I'm not obviously it would completely be completely different. The, the receivers might be different, the quarterback would be different, the webs would be different. I know at least the offense would be entertaining with Ben Johnson as, as head coach. Yep. C- could he build a staff? Could he build a deep? That I don't know. Don't know any that's of that. The, that's what the interview for. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but at least but if, do, if, do if, a real coaching search, man. Like have an actual coaching search, <clears throat> you know, list out your principles and the tenets that you're looking for and go search offensive coordinators, defense coordinators, special teams, Co- you know, how, old guys. Co- College, college, like college, oh, search, do a thorough search. But this whole good old boy nepotism no, shit yeah, that was that, that led to DA getting this job. <clears throat> this is why you're in the position you're in. Yep. Simple as yep. that. I'm, I'm going to read. Let's see. Uh, Bears, New England, Giants, Tennessee. Uh, and who else they beat? The Colts. Every team picking top 10 except for the Colts, bro. Like you said, bro, just the Saints team just beat down bad fucking teams. Bad teams unless they quarterback by Gordon Minshew. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the secret sauce. Get up. Got annihilated by the fucking Vikings, and Josh Dobbs is not even the emergency quarterback. No more, nigga. What Bro. is going on? What? <laughs> but we got a defensive guru as head coach. Okay. Um, trying to think. I think we hit on it all. Just trying to make sure we before we anything else, man. Uh, I mean, look, man, like uh, Chris Olave got his thousand yards. Um, what else is there? We're going to have to do a podcast this offseason about the trending up players and the trending down players. I don't want to do it now because it's Christmas. But that's, I think that'll be an interesting concept because they got a man. They got a lot of work, bro. A lot of work, especially on offensive line and defensive line. Who? Well, I mean, offensive line. You have a first round pick who's not playing. Who they may not even think. According to, NOL. I was throwing it out there on the Zoom last night. I, you think he gets moved this offseason? season, like for like a fourth round pick to the Titans or some shit? Just some, you know, just getting rid of him. Complete again. I think it completely depends on who that co- head coach is, yeah. right? Like, I, cause I could see another head coach coming in and saying, these niggas wasn't coaching this man right at all. Like, yeah. it's all, like, 
left tackle. Man. He's still a right tackle. Like this man built like a mountain. I'm gonna do something oh, with this. Something. I don't. <laughs> I do not trust a single fucking thing this coaching staff does in terms of evaluation. Besides drafting secondary players, not paying, drafting secondary players. Anything That's other it. than that, I do not trust their fucking football opinion on. Let Marcus Williams go for Marcus May. You brought in Honey Badger, who is meh at best. Although he's made some splash plays, but overall, he's been a meh Man. signing. Um, it, it just, it's, it's a laundry list. Like, it's a, it's a laundry list of things. So I don't, I don't trust their evaluation. So I don't, like, yes, Trevor Penny is not on the field. I, I understand that. I, I don't trust their opinion. Now, if another coaching staff comes in and comes to that same conclusion, okay, then also then that's what I don't trust. I mean, they hit on Chris Olave. They hit on Jordan Howden, Brice. So they've hit on some players, but like, like some, there are some things that I just don't trust. And something that's a glaring, glaring concern to me is you had two defensive players and Pete Warner. I know we're not going to get into it too deep. And Pete Warner, and Alante Taylor, who in theory should be a sending defensive cornerstones on your defense, and they have regressed mightily. Absolutely. This season with a defensive head coach. Absolutely. Pete Werner played bad yesterday, bro. He's been playing bad most of the season, bro. Uh, most of the season, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that episode later. But – Anyhow, we apologize for, you know, doing the recap a little late. Uh, it was a fucking madhouse. Me getting home last night, bro. We think the game ended at 830. I didn't get home until like 1030. Um, <laughs> but we wanted to get it out. We know it's the holidays. Christmas is on Monday. It's soon. Just enjoy this. It's not trying to re-traumatize y'all. And think about this. At least you don't got to fucking watch the Saints play on Christmas Eve. Thank God. Thank goodness. Thanks. Thank goodness. Thank God, bro. Uh, Watch me some away. real football on Christmas. Forty <laughs> 49ers, 49ers, Ravens. Hell yeah! Jay said she said she, she can't watch it, bro. She said I will not be watching. <laughs> Got to disconnect, Jay. Got to disconnect. She, I will not be watching. <laughs> you, yes, I will Lord. not be watching. <laughs> yes, R- real football. <laughs> Whatever, but. Um, also just really, really quick of just how important coaching is. And then we'll end it. This Rams team came into the season. Teams were thinking they were going to be picking the top five. May had a shot at Caleb Williams. A lot of that was contingent upon Matthew Stafford, but not all of it. Right. A lot of it was just like the roster, right? It was like you had a Cooper cup and it just was, didn't seem like there was a lot of talent on this Rams team. Most UDFAs in the league. Eight and seven right now, bro. In the NFC West, nigga. <laughs> One of the hard- <laughs> hardest division in football, bro. Eight and seven. Coaching. Coaching, coaching. All goes back to coaching. It all goes back to doing a thorough coaching search and go finding the fucking guy girl i don't fucking care the person that can coach and lead this team that's it man that's it anyway please have 
happy holidays and, and enjoy yourself and enjoy your family, your friends and the moments. Uh, everyone who came out from all over for the LA meetup. Thank y'all. Um, it was, it was amazing. London made the absolute best drink I've ever had in my fucking life. Oh, Damn. God. Oh God, bro. We got, we got it. So if, if we do the LA meetup, the way for the away game for the Chargers saints game next season, like we got it. We got to get Wolf. We got to get Wolf got to, to LA. We got to, got you know, to. we got to like, if, if we do the, like the, like the, the new Orleans, like the New Orleans style meetup that we do for the one in new Orleans, but we do the same, like same thing in LA. We'll, we'll do, we'll do it big. All right. All right. The, the wheels are already turning. We'll, we'll, we'll do it big. So Patreon, patreon.com slash Saints block party. <laughs> yeah. Don't, Step the Patreons up. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't want, we, we love the listens. We love the follows. We love the retweets, but that's for all our Patreon. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> YouTube, like, and subscribe. We'll be back uh, this upcoming week. At some point, we'll knock out the preview pot for that Bucks game. We will have the Bucks game recap on Sunday, talking about how the game went. We'll have the live stream as the game's going on. We will see how these New Orleans Saints finishes the season we'll see Merry right Christmas <laughs> right Merry Christmas oh, Pope, Pope fucking Santa put so many coals in fucking DA I want his house just full of coals bro like he opened the door and just like a, like a cartoon bro just oh, right just home alone with coals bro with that we're out peace For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.